What's up, addicts? Welcome back to uh, this is our podcast 23. We didn't do a good job on getting the names ready yet for the pod, but we'll we'll get that figured out. This is our post game pod from the not heartbreaking loss, but our defeat at the hands of the Baltimore Ravens on Sunday, 31 to 17. And uh, let's just jump right into it. So let's talk about overreaction Monday. How y'all feeling? Ellie, what's your overreaction Monday? Uh, that Antonio Gibson is Matt Forte. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I think my other overreaction is I think, I don't know, like part of me wants to be happy with what the Haskins performance was, but the other part of me says, man, it was a lot of really short throws and the advanced metrics don't look good for that performance. So I guess I'm going to go with that. All right. Phil, what you got? Overreaction Monday is our linebackers can't do a damn thing in the passing game when it comes to covering tight ends. And the other thing I'd say that they I, – I think any fan that looks at Dwayne's performance doesn't see some progress. Um, right. You're overreacting on purpose. Okay. Do you want to elaborate on that, or that's it? I mean, I will, I mean, we can get into that a little bit later, but, I mean, I'll, I'll touch on it a little bit here. I mean, you know, a guy throws for over 71% and over 300 yards um, against a very good defense um, with the kind of stop-start, spurty play calling of Scott Turner that, has, that just doesn't have a true rhythm to it. And, once again, no commitment to running game. Um, yeah, I mean, you can't – he played a lot better. You know, he had a couple of uh, inaccurate throws, but he had a couple of misses that – like that, you know, there was that little, uh, you know, pass to McKissick over the left side. Any other receiver out there catches that. McKissick, for some reason, just did not put his hands out to catch it. Yeah. Antonio Gibson catches that, you know. Hell, Logan Thomas catches that, but not JD for some reason. You know, so you have a couple of misplays like that where he put the ball where it needed to be and receiver doesn't go for it. You can't put that on him. And he made the right read, uh, you know. But did love that bond with Terry. It was nice to finally see that kind of play. I've been wearing, wondering where that play was for the previous uh, 15 quarters of football we've played. Where's that play been? But, you know, and it's funny because exactly what I said on the Thursday pod, that Baltimore seems to have some weaknesses on their middle to deep corner, on their defense. The Aston Kissing, middle corner, or middle, you know, middle corner of the defense. Deep corner was the pass to, to Terry. So there were some weaknesses there because we were hitting, we were showing that. And some of the plays we'd hit and miss, and I wish we were going after it more. But I'll get into the play calling later. All right. Dev, what's your overreaction after uh, this game? I think the linebackers was an underreaction. They played terrible, man. I mean, I like KPL. I do like that dude. But, man, him, he and Hamilton both never follow the guy that crosses their face in a single high cover safety or cover three. They never – Follow the scene. Never. 
And when, once they do, they're like Abke in a way. Like, you know, Abke, he knows his responsibilities. He just doesn't turn his hips early enough. So when you do, you're behind and it's over. Even, even as fast as him, he falls behind guys because he waits for them to get level before he turns with them. And that seems to be exactly what the linebackers are doing. At, at, at one point, I'm going to have to start blaming the coach for that because that's, that's high school football, man. That's high school football is when you're in a, in a single high safety, the linebackers, whoever's playing those positions in the box, are supposed to carry the guy that runs through their zone, man. If he crosses your face, he's your guy. That's fundamentals, man. And KPL and Hamilton both gave up bombs to the tight end and the receiver because they failed to do it. But all you see in the picture is Apke. Some players are real good at this. Ours aren't. Like, you know, uh, what, what's, his, what's his name? Uh, the, the guy that went to the Bills, 24? Josh Norman. Norman. Yeah, he used to be the greatest at this dumb shit, man. Like, he would do something and mess up, and then he'd fall out of the picture, and you would just see Monte Nicholson in the end zone, and, and he would blame Monte Nicholson for it every time. But really, Josh Norman was supposed to care. He would always fuck up, man. I wonder if that's why Morrell's not playing. I wonder if, he, if guys aren't just doing their jobs. They're out there just trying to get their numbers or something. Because it doesn't make any sense to have one of pro football players in the top corners playing zero snaps on defense in two games, but playing on special teams. It, hey, doesn't, look, make any, it doesn't make any sense. But uh, long story short, linebackers. Okay, man. Yeah, yeah. Apke ran himself into a block on purpose Sunday to not get embarrassed. Oh, I get that. I get that. I get, <laughs> that was I get trash. you on that. But, but Anderson missed it in the hole. He tried to arm tackle Lamar Jackson. He had him. It was a two-yard loss, bro. It was a two-yard loss. He read it perfect. But then he stiff arms your man, Landon Collins. And then he, uh, you know, hits the right stick on the whole That's rest of the team. Man. I mean, L1C4, man. I'm be, Lamar's my favorite NFL player, though. But I didn't want him to be my favorite player yesterday. He whooped our ass. Once again, one player kicks our ass, man. <laughs> Where's that one player going to be on our team, bro? Don't know. That's a good question. That's a is it real Gibson? Good. Is Gibson our one guy that can just make the other team look silly? They don't give him the ball enough. We'll find out. You don't Gibson? know. I don't understand. 16 touches ain't going to do it. Yeah. He My had over 80 yards receiving. Sorry. Yeah, just no, no, say. no, no, he had no. 80 yards receiving, and he had three catches. What? What? That's what I'm what? saying. That's like – that's why I, I – and I like McKissick, McKissick, by the way. I know y'all not really hard on him, but I like I like McKissick. Man, he's got some crazy wiggle, man. I didn't know he had. Where? I, I see Where? it, man. I see it. He's gonna break. He's gonna break some on us, man. For us, I'm. T- I like McKissick, man. I don't really care for Peyton Barber. I see why we need him, but I tell you who I don't like, man. Honestly, it's Thomas, man. I think he's trash. Logan. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's trash. I think he's an NFL tight end. I just don't think he's the number one. I don't know why at this point. At this point, if you're not giving that guy five targets at least, why not play sprinkle or ball, man? Why you got this guy in there to not catch balls? It doesn't make any sense. I mean, I, you know, it's small. If, if except for the fact that Logan Thomas gets more targets than anybody half time. Man, I think he's. I think he's not getting five targets, man. I mean, I don't think so. When you look at at him at tight end and other starting tight ends in the league, I don't think he gets. Those targets. I don't think there are plays designed for him. Um, he had eight targets against Philly, nine against Arizona, seven against Cleveland. He only had four last game. In this right? game against Baltimore. And he caught one of them in the last game. He had one 
Yeah. Didn't tell me drops. No, a couple were uncatchable. At least, at least two were uncatchable. I remember. The only difference that, between yeah. our guy and you, and I watched Josh Allen pretty close, man. The only difference between our guy and that guy is that he has guys that 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 you know hot that you know accentuate his mistakes. You know what I'm saying? They they cover they they put mascara over his scars, man. Like he throws off his back foot, he throws it accurate, he throws the balls high. Diggs goes gets him. Well, that's the job you know of wide Brown receiver, goes right? And gets him. Right. Our guys don't do that. We don't even throw the routes to McLaurin to let him go do that. But the other guys don't. There's a couple of passes I know him and it was hard. It was they were hard catches, man. I'm not going to knock him for not catching them. But that's the difference between Emmon and Diggs. Diggs catches that. You know, Hopkins catches that. These guys were worse than Haskins last year without those guys. You know what I'm saying? Just imagine if he had a Hopkins. Or he don't even know Hopkins. Give him a fucking Brown. Yeah. You know? Give him that. What's that kid they got? They drafted this year for, uh, from Pittsburgh that plays opposite of Juju Schuster. Oh, uh, Clay, Clay, Claymore. Claypool. Claypool. Yeah, Claypool. Get Chase. that guy, man. Chase. Get somebody Ooh, like that guy. We ain't got a Claypool, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know if McLaurin is a Claypool. He's definitely a Claypool rack yard. That dude turns, you know, he turns mustard and honey mustard Claypool. sometimes. That's the same. Yep. I, I'm, I'm still going to be on the bandwagon of this. I think McKissick should be looked at as a, as a slot receiver, not a running back. I don't like him running the ball. Man, he can, he can, he can catch the ball. He has soft hands, but man, he got, he got, he moves, got, some, he's, he does have some wiggle, but. These, that these dude should not impatient. be taking snaps in the backfield. These guys are impatient. It's just that Gibson seems to be more of a pure athlete, so he kind of gets it. He has anticipation. But they run up the back, so they line, they lineman a lot of times. And sometimes it's on a lineman. But most of the time, that's an impatient running back. Watch him run and watch Adrian Peterson run. You know what I'm saying? They don't run into the back of their lineman because they practice patience. Gibson just hits the hole, man. He just goes for the hole. And so does McLaurin. He gets right up on his lineman, and as soon as he sees about 18 inches of daylight, right. that's what he's going for. I mean, I get his running style, right. or I get his, his his running instinct. I don't think that his running style and his instinct totally match. Because if you're going to do that, you should be lower. You should be getting yourself low. And I think that's why you see him go down in the backfield sometimes, you know, in, in, in situations where if his center of gravity is lower, he might be able to get, you know, get through and get positive yards on no gains and, and, my, and negative one plays. He but, reminds me of a low-budget Hilaire. Uh, what's his name? Plays with the Kansas City, man. He just, <laughs> he just, he doesn't really run hard, but he, but he runs pretty deliberate. I like, I like McKissick, man. I think, I think he's got a I'm lot talking of, about, I'm talking about, I'm talking Gibson. about Gibson. Yeah. I, lo- I love Gibson. I wouldn't change. I, I, I like I said. I mean, but the stuff that I'm talking about is more habitual, and and just it's it's just running style, running to your build. But I like I said, I like the fact that he does his whole game is predicated on just give me the slightest bit of daylight, I'll yeah. find my way through. And That's he's got I mean. really good instinct for that. Something I didn't see in any of his tape at Memphis because so. he didn't play because he didn't really play running back. He even tells you he said I don't even know if you'll consider me a running back when I touch the ball seventy percent of the time in the air. So I, I, they're both learning the job as first-year running backs. McKissick was a wide receiver most of his first years. You know, I, they're both learning. That's why like not, a wide receiver. I just looked it up. He's not even 200 pounds. Man, you ain't McKissick is 5'10", 195. That is wide receiver bill. But this is a whole different league, man. You can't even jack up motherfuckers like you could back then. Like, they ain't – Ronnie Lott can't come through and just smash you with his head 
if Robbie Ross, everybody's taking shots to the chest and belly, man. It don't really matter how big you are anymore. I mean, look mm -hmm. at look at look at uh, Hollywood Brown. He's like 160 pounds, bro. He, he's a wide slant. receiver. That's what I'm Running saying. Slant, McKissick so. should be McKissick. They should be looking at him as a wide receiver. If they're, he's going to be on his roster, he should not be running enough. the ball. I think he's quick enough. I don't know if he's fast enough. Hey, let's table the rest for uh, miscellaneous talk. Uh, You're a little off topic, fellas. Um, all right, we do that. Yep, <laughs> we ramble. Um, my overreaction Monday, it's the same thing as Dev's, is the, the middle of the field defense was just horrendous. And we talked about this in the preseason. One, one or two injuries, and that defense is, is not going to be good. And I think we're, we're there. I think uh, Ryan Kerrigan played. Ryan Kerrigan did nothing. No tackles, no stats, he, zero. His mark across the board was just zeros. So, I don't know. I think we were right. He's to not on that box score at all. Nope. But he played the whole game. So, and we thought we had, you know, the upper hand with Montez going against a backup left tackle. Didn't seem to matter. So, I don't know. He got a couple of good hurries in there. Lamar's hard to get, man. Yeah, he is. Any other quarterback, he has a, he think he has a day on him. Uh, but he, he had a hard time with him. But he was getting through. He was, he was causing pressure, man. That big Montez was also, Montez was also hurt that game. We only got three hits on on Lamar. We only had three quarterback hits. But he, you know, if one lineman gets three hits on a quarterback, he had a good day. No, I'm talking about three hits total. As uh, a how team. many? Oh, okay, my bad. Yeah. All right, let's go on to uh, our good, bad, and ugly. Um, Phil, start us off with your your good, bad, and ugly. Um, the good was seeing us in a game where we had to throw the ball a lot because we were behind and there was movement of the ball. Um, so I'm going to put Dwayne in the good. I'm going to put um, the key receivers that did their jobs well. So you're, you know, and Dwayne throwing the ball to Terry, throwing the ball to Gibson. Um, I like some of the creative ways they find to get Gibson the ball in the passing game, you know, and I do think that we're getting really good at some of these little, these little wide receiver screens, these little slip screens, a lot of horizontal passing and Dwayne has really good rhythm with that. And you, I'm seeing us executing those pretty well. And what's nice to see is that our receivers block well downfield as well for plays like that. So, you know, it does help us not, you know, with with the absence of a running game, it gives us an opportunity to move the ball so we can get into you know second and medium, or third and you know third and reasonable. You know, when we're in a longer down distance, so I, I like a lot. I like how we're working with that. I think Dwayne looked better. I think he you know took a couple shots, a couple of them missed, a couple of them landed. The big one to Terry, but you know he also you know, threw a couple of receivers uh, open, which was nice. Um, so that was good. The bad was a total lack of a consistent running game. We, if we had committed a little more to the run early, we might have been in a better position as the game progressed. We might have been able to get – one or two more scores by sustaining drives by not becoming so predictable so early. Um, Gibson needs more runs. 13 yeah. carries is his most carries he's had all season. 13 carries is the most 
carries any running back except for that one game Peyton Barber did all of his work against the Eagles. That's it. We haven't had 20 carry back yet this season. He probably had 13 carries in a game his whole career, though. Yeah, well, but he's shown us in previous games that he's earned the opportunity, and he's not getting it. And I don't know why other than Scott Turner, part of the bad, he's just not calling the plays. Right. I don't know if he just – he thinks he's going to – I don't know if he, if he has this idea that I'll throw, I'll throw the ball to set up the run. And then we fall behind, so that never happens. Or what the case may be. But it's getting pretty tiresome that we have a guy here who, hell, I'm coming around on, and I was questioning him being RB1. I'm coming around on the guy. Why is the guy who's play, calling the plays not saying, hey, let's feed this dude the ball some more early? The ugly is our mid-range pass defense. Um, well, hell, the ugly was the defense in general. Let's, let's just face it. Um, this again, we got gashed in the fourth quarter on the run. We can't cover tight ends to save our life. We couldn't get pressure on Lamar Jackson, although that's somewhat to be expected. But we only have one sack, only one. Um, was not a good day, not a good day. Yeah, and I know we didn't have Chase. We don't have Matt Ioannidis. Uh, Montez got hurt along that line. But the guys behind them are either current or former starters themselves. Ryan Kerrigan, Ryan Anderson, you know, these guys start, you know, good thing, you know, at least Tim Settle seemed to show up a little bit. Ryan, Ryan Anderson got that sack, though, didn't he? No, it was Tim Settle. Tim Settle got the sack. Okay. Yeah. Um, but man, just, we can't cover tight ends to save our lives. I did like the fact that we weren't, you know, it wasn't a lot of deep burns on us. Like they really had to, to eat us up 10, 10, 12 yards at a time. Um, you know, our corners, were, were running, our corners, our corners were running. Here's a, the weird thing with our secondary. Our corners don't bother me so much. It's our safeties that are horrible. But our corners, you're not just seeing them get absolutely toasted. Yeah. They're contesting balls deep. They're contesting balls on the outside. Teams are beating us in the middle because they can't beat us on the outside. So I feel better about the four, the, well, the three corners we have playing because what I don't know what's happened to Fabian Moreau, that he just will not be on the field. But – all right, something's got to change up the middle. The middle of our defense is getting torched. We have one linebacker that I like right now, and that's John Bostic. The rest of them are inconsistent as all hell. And Bostic, you know, is good. But we need something great back there to, to stop this, this bleeding we have in the middle of the passing game. So it's ugly. Our middle center, the middle of our defense is trapped right now. Right. All right. Dev, what's yours? The good, uh, obviously Gibson was the good. Um, worth it, worth the pick, man. The guy, the guy seems to be legit so far. He's uh, I'm, I'm taking the le side on this one, man. I'm on, I'm on, I'm on Team Gibson right now. Man. I actually like the guy. I like, uh, I like McKissick also in the spots, man. I like him. I definitely <laughs> like him in the screen game. That was a pick. 
but I, um, Kansas City. But I like them in the uh, in the pass game and the screen game and some draws. I like them in spurts. I wish he would get maybe three less carries and three more carries to Gibson. Um, my dislikes, I could harp on the defense, but everybody said that. Um, I don't think – I don't – my dislike might have been uh, Jack Del Rio only because I don't think he sent – the blueprint last time for, for uh, the beat Baltimore was they sent the house a few times. And it seemed to get to him because he doesn't really throw up the middle very accurate, you know? So I, I wonder why they didn't send more more people. It seemed like when they did send a linebacker or two up the middle, he seemed to throw it out of bounds or throw it short and get tackled and he punt. But all his damage came because they didn't send anyone. Both of that long pass to the tight end, they flushed him out of the pocket, but he flushed out and set his feet and threw. You know, he, he had a wide open, like, 40-something yard touchdown to the tight end because, once again, linebackers – that. Chinese cross their face where they turn around and grab them. And then uh, the the one uh, he threw up to uh, – who did he throw another deep one? It was a Brown or – did somebody else catch a deep bomb on us? I think it was Hollywood. Yeah, yeah Hollywood. Yeah, he caught a, a bomb on us and got tackled. But I'm like, why are they not sending anyone on these third downs? What do you have to lose, man? Don, go out on your shield, man. You're going out not pressuring the most elusive player in the NFL. Just letting him run around back area. Maybe Sweat gets through and chases him right or left, but that's it. Send, like, make him shake two dudes in the in the backfield a few times, man. Send everyone one time. He gets lucky, so what? You're going to lose anyways, man. You still lost 30-something to, to something. You still lost. Well, what did it matter? Nobody's going to remember it, the loss, how many you lost. Nobody's going to know you lost. That's me. So, my bad is Del Rio. Good as Gibson. All right. Ellie, good, bad, ugly. Lay it on us. All right. My good – I got to think about this one. <laughs> I'm going to go with – I can't say anything else other than Gibson. I think Gibson was just strong yesterday. I mean, he showed us what they think he can be, what he can be. I mean, three catches for 83 yards, hit almost 50 yards rushing. Uh, was it four? Four for 83. He had a touchdown, too. Um, probably should have had two on that one that the Haskins ran that sneak in, whatever. I just, he's the only bright spot that I see. And I, I like what Terry McLaurin's doing too. I just want to see more from Terry McLaurin. Um, but I know it's hard when he's not getting help on the outside. My, my bad. Uh, I, I still think that the offense is either too creative or not creative enough. I can't decide which one. I just, I hate the situational running that we do. I hate the way that everything's got to be set up in a way that we can't just line up and run the ball, in other words. And, uh, you know, that bothers me a lot. Um, my ugly was this report pregame that came out that said if he doesn't play better, he's getting benched and whatnot. Um, why do you need to put that out there? Why, why do you need to put that you had that conversation with Haskins out in the open? Who, who does that benefit? What are you Nobody. trying to do? Like, you don't. I just I hate that. So, man. Wait a, minute, like, a reporter reported that's what Haskins told him? No, Ian Rappaport said that the Redskins set Haskins down this week and told him he can get pulled in the second half if he doesn't play better this week. Who who get their Who told him? Right. Well, who do you think? One of the coaches. I mean, who else is gonna tell him that? Unless Haskins told him, but why would Haskins tell him that? You know what I'm saying? Like that makes Haskins look bad. We just, can't blame Dunbar for snitching this time. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't like the way that the team is handling Haskins. 
what I haven't decided on yet is, is it Rivera doing this or is this the front office doing this? I don't know yet because part of Rivera's comments yesterday made it seem like he was trying to protect Haskins and he still believes in Haskins. But the, just the things that are coming out are like, what are you doing? I think he's realized that Haskins, uh, Haskins reacts better when he's under duress. He acts better when something, when he's against the odds, you get a better Haskins. It's been that way since college. It's been that way. And, and I, wonder, I wonder if he's leaking that stuff out. I wonder if he's leaking that stuff out to make him feel that way. But on, but on air, he's like, no, nah, man, you're okay. But at the end, somebody out there said, hey, man, I'm telling this dude, I'm going to bench him if you don't act right in the second half. I mean, I would disagree with that, though. He was never under duress at Ohio State. You go back and look at his videos, that man had a clean pocket every time. He had no, I'm, ta- I'm, talking about, I'm talking about the fact that he had to beat Fields out. He had to beat oh, the one out. Yeah, okay, I get it. You know what I'm saying? He had to yeah. sit here last year. He had to try to beat Alex Smith out. You know, it's just it's, it always plays better when you think, ah, this guy, you know. I think it's just inexperience, man. It's, he had one starting season, no right. preseason. I'm too nasty. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. I'm with he, you. Um, one thing he did last year, I, I, I was frustrated yesterday. And I was talking to Manny yesterday, and he pointed out that last year the problem with Haskins was he threw deep too much and didn't take the underneath. Yeah. This year he's not throwing deep at all, and he's only taking the underneath. And it makes me feel like maybe he's just thinking too much playing quarterback still. He's trying Overco- to be a overcomp- people pl- overcompensating. Yeah. He's being a people pleaser. He's trying to do what the coaches want him to do instead of just playing his game, you know? Last year he was Jameis Winston. Now, you know, he's uh, Alex, Alex Smith. Smith. And they, <laughs> and man. Just, just be the middle ground of that. Yeah. Be, be Cincinnati, are. bro. Yeah, be Cincinnati. Be he's a slinger. He can throw the ball downfield. Yeah. And, and I, another thing, if I mean, talking about Haskins still before we transition, why is the offensive coordinator sitting two miles up in the booth when you got a young quarterback that clearly needs your guidance and assistance on the field, and you got and you got you got to go through a quarterbacks coach on the field? Like, come on, man, Scott Turner, you should be down there with your quarterback. Meanwhile, just, your just, coach is sitting on the ground with everybody else. I do not agree with that. Any other time, yeah, you can be in the booth, but. Man, you got to be down there. There's nothing that will replace you sitting on the bench next to him and going over that one series, that one play where he messed up and how he could do better or look for this read. But he's not getting that. He has to talk to some dude afterwards. I don't even know who that is. Is that who it is? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's what – that's just me. I'm I'm frustrated with that, that I see that after after a series. So my good, bad, ugly, it's actually very similar to all you guys. I don't want to sound like I'm copying, but my good Antonio Gibson, like you said, man, touched the ball 17 times, 128 yards, all purpose. Give him the ball more. It's, there's, it's, it's simple metrics. It's not hard. I mean, those are Levy and Bell type numbers. And if you got the ball more, it could probably be even more. Because like I said, we said this earlier, outside of Terry, there's nobody else. So just keep feeding him the ball. And then my bad, non-committal to the run game. But like Phil said, by the time we start running, we're already down so much that we're not going to continue to run because we're already down so much. And then you've already shot yourself in the foot. So, and am I ugly? The middle of the field defense as well, because Mark Andrews just just ran all over those 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 linebackers. I, I don't know where, who had the seams covered. Clearly nobody, but I don't, I think it was a Thursday night podcast we talked about Mark Andrews and, and I read some more of the weekend just realized he's just he's their number two receiver he's nasty he's good 
So uh, we just can never cover tight ends. That's just that's the bottom line. We play next week the Rams. I don't even know who their tight end is. Higgaby. Okay, he'll probably go from on. from. Louisville. Louisville. Nope, Western Kentucky University. Oh, you <laughs> hey, I was, I was at that bar. <laughs> I was at that bar that night. He knocked that dude out too, bro. Right. I was at Dead Balls. Yeah, <laughs> knocked that dude out. Oh man! All right, let's go on to uh, game balls. Uh, we'll start with you, Ellie, on game balls. Game ball, game balls. How you want to do it? Um, Gibson, game ball. Um. I'm taking a ball away from somebody, it's Isaiah Wright. I wanted to see a little bit more from him when he had a chance to start. You know, I don't know what happened. Maybe, maybe this, maybe we're just figuring out this offense doesn't feature the slot receiver, and that's just what it is. But yeah. we gotta do something else. All right, Phil, what you got? Game ball, Terry McLaurin, uh, ten catches, 118 yards. Um, had a, you know caught that long pass, up touchdown. Um, and, you know, caught 10 balls on 14 targets. It's pretty good, strong catch rate. Um, so he gets game ball. I give game ball to Antonio Gibson. Um, you know, I'd like to see a little more of him in the run game, but he needs those opportunities. He finally had a big game in the passing game, which is what we've been waiting to see, what we've been hoping for, because, you know, that whole, oh, he's going to be our Christian McCaffrey. Well, Christian McCaffrey made plays in the passing game, and Gibson just hadn't had that opportunity with the plays called until this game. So Gibson gets game ball for me, um, and but, I, but my first one goes to McLaurin. He was by far the most consistent player on the field uh, all day. All right, cool. Ellie, excuse me, Dev, game balls. Uh, my game ball – I want to go back with the same guy, uh, Gibson, just like everybody else. Uh, Kissick, what? Just kidding. I like I like McKissick, man. <laughs> but uh, Gibson, Gibson gets the ball. Yeah, I'm, I was trying to find another way to give it to someone else, but I'm gonna give it to Gibson. And I wasn't really bad on uh, on the uh, coordinator's game calling. I do think he needs to come to the to the sidelines. I wasn't really bad. I thought it was he caught a pretty decent game plan. I don't know if he called that play for Haskins to throw it short of the end zone on the fourth and goal. But other than that, uh, I think he caught a pretty decent game plan. Some of the guys got off that we haven't seen get off yet. So, okay. I'm going to go, Gibson. All right, I'm going to give two game balls out. These are your balls. You feel free how you want to distribute them. Uh, Antonio Gibson on offense. Can't, can't knock that, you know. I think we're all in agreement. My defensive game ball, I'm giving to Kendall Fuller. With his two INTs, he played well. His, I read a stat earlier that he has more. He has more INTs than he has pass completions. Apparently, I think he's only played what two games, but receivers just aren't catching the ball against him, and that's that's amazing. So to me, so far, he seems like a lockdown cornerback. So hopefully, that will continue to to progress. And I, I want to take one step back and my honorable mention for the for the ugly is the special teams defense on that one play, <laughs> that fake punt. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are listening, but the announcer called it. They might throw a fake punt here. They like to do that. And then sure enough, three seconds later, that was a beautiful time to pass. He threw the ball before the dude turned around too. That's a timing route. So, all right, let's move into uh, miscellaneous talk. 
let's talk about whatever we want to talk about. I just want to bring up real quick that Kerrigan and Sweat were not in on that Lamar Jackson 50-yard run. I guess they had this idea that they wanted to do bring in some speedsters. It was Nate Orchard and uh, Ryan, Ryan Anderson. Anderson. You want to bring in speedsters, but you don't want to bring the defensive end and run a 4-4 in a game. That I guess that was the strategy. Man, they need to eat dicks, man. Whoever say, thinks that needs to eat a bag of – I mean, a, a bag of them, just like the Little Caesars crazy bread bag of them. That's, <laughs> never, that's, that's ignorant, man. You never win by not playing your best players. I exactly. never understand that strategy. Anderson, was that before got or hurt? after Sweat got hurt, though? That's true. He did say I, that. I, I don't know when he got – when did he – Because he got hurt, what, hurt. second quarter? I think it was. Yeah. So that might have been – I can't remember if it was before or after. Because he got hurt on a juke. Yeah. And, no, he got uh, hurt as soon as it, as soon as it snapped. He stepped. I think his leg got stepped on or something. As soon as it snapped, he snapped forward. He went. And it he still chased the dude down and tackled him. Ten minutes, second quarter. Yeah. So Watch it. When the touchdown happened. Yes. Now, yeah. As soon as he said hike, he uh went. Or he, like, that, I, guess I can't he remember if that block. was before or after because if he was hurting though, I could see why he was off the field. Kerrigan, yeah. not so much, but I can you know. But then again, if you want more speed, you're gonna go with Nate Orchard or Kerrigan. Yeah. But Ryan Anderson, you know, I don't know. Ryan Anderson shouldn't be playing over left tackle anyway, so he shouldn't have been taking Sweat's place. That's your man. I'm going to assume he was taking Kerrigan's. That's your man's. Didn't agree hey. with it. But I, yeah, but I know where he plays. He should not be playing over left tackle. He's not a defensive end. He's an outside linebacker put in as an edge rusher who plays the run better than the pass anyway. Yeah. He didn't play the run good on that play. No, he did not. Landon Landon did not. But you know what? If that was RG3 pulling that run, he would have had him because RG3 only runs in one direction. (laughs) (laughs) He only runs straight. Lamar Jackson gives you a little wiggle. Telling you. That's that's different. And that's the difference between those two guys. You You know, obviously a guy like Griffin is what has helped create this wave of guys like Lamar Jackson. You know, first it was Mike Vick, then it was Griffin, so on and so forth. But yeah, Lamar Jackson's just like a whole other athlete. So it is what it is. Um, hey, hey, Dad, you know we, this goes on YouTube, right? <laughs> Damn it, man. He's got 50 nuts stew over there. Right, I'm over here eating like a runaway slave in this motherfucker, man. <laughs> I, heard the, I heard the roots voices chanting the workaround. <laughs> What's up, Ellie? Fellas, <laughs> we're a quarter of the way through the season. Give me your thoughts on the team. Like, number one, where are we as a team? Are we – do you see the progress in the rebuild? You know what I'm saying? I do. In parts. Yeah, I do. Where? <clears throat> I think well, our quarterback's playing better now than he did in week one. I don't see enough progress to credit that, I, I, especially for a rebuild. He's doing better, but I think he's doing better in math 101. You know what I'm saying? And not algebra yet. Right, right, right. You know, and that's not a shot at him. I just think that he – You just called the quarterback remedial. But... No, bro, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, you see guys come in – and do things that we're not doing. Now, again, I'm not in the building. I don't know if that's a Scott Turner thing or if that's a Dwayne Haskins thing. But he's not doing 
what I think I want him to it's do. It's hard to tell. It's it hard to tell because Turner's play calling is so aggravating at times. The, some of the creative stuff is really good. But sometimes we get a little too cute for a team that is not talented enough to be cute. And sometimes I, I think they've honestly forgotten that, you know, occasionally you just line up and run 32 dive and you send it back right up the middle. And they've forgotten that. Like every, you know, you occasionally have to do that. No, everything has to be, it seems to be acute formation. A, you know, we're going we're gonna to have receivers crossing, oh, crisscrossing all over the place. And it's like, you know, there's, there's, there's nothing, you know, no simple, no bread and butter for us to fall back on. This does not look like North Turner's offense at all. <laughs> no, I love the North Turner's offense. I thought it was going to be similar. This looks like a low budget. No, this looks more like Jay Gruden's offense. Yeah. Ellie, I, uh, I, 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 don't, I don't even think we have an identity yeah. as, as part of this rebuild. I don't see an identity. I thought it was going to be the defense, but these injuries, they're giving up 30 points, giving up easy plays. That look like last year's defense. So yeah. I, I thought it was a defense. Now I, I don't think we know who we are. I, I don't think we are. We're not a pass. Well, we're becoming more of a pass first team, but then. But for what? Right. Right. Like, for what? For what? You're in a rebuild. You think the coaches would put the players in position to be successful, but they're running like this advanced offense with people that probably don't even know how to run the offense. So I'm not talking about Dwayne. I'm talking about holistically. Because they're. Yeah. I, I saw multiple times. I'm sorry. Of, I think you said it in the live thread, but I saw it twice of receivers running into each other mm-hmm. on the field. And I'm like, look like dudes off necessary roughness. It looked like one time uh, that, that Thomas put his hands up, running in motion, didn't know where he was supposed to go in the backfield. Yeah. Like, and then I, I think it was a completion, but it was like they didn't know where to go. It was but yeah. We had two two like sometimes you run routes in layers, you know, as yeah. part of like the route concept. But, but it was like a lot during the game, two receivers were in the same exact spot on the field, but three yards apart. And you're like, this cannot be on purpose. Yeah, it brings defenders to the same spot, and then nobody's yep. open. It's... Yep. Can't and in order to ridiculous. qualify as a rebuild, young players have to be getting better. You know what I'm saying? Or you're just kind of wasting your time. What young right. players on this team are getting better right now and significantly better? Gibson, Probably. I think, you know, I'm going to give you credit. I'm going to give somebody credit. Uh, Christian hasn't played horrible this last two games. I don't think he's played horrible. He's had his moments where you're like, man, this dude. But I don't think he's – the last two games he's been respectful. You know, um, I wonder if some of the sliding were off because those times he did get uh, – Haskins did get a hit, they didn't, like, just get through our guy. They just went clean. Like, no one was there. He just went right by the dude. Like, nobody even looked he at him. He turns his hips too early. He doesn't. He doesn't hook. He doesn't hook slide back three steps. He's always going one or two, you know. And 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 he's but the already guy trying he was to blocking. The guy he was blocking didn't go around him for the sack though. He would be like blocking a guy and then an outside linebacker. Maybe it's a delay blitz or something. And they're not reading it. But he would come right around and no one would even block him. Nobody would even. Yeah, but he, he still does that. And, and that's what's giving. If you see pressure off the left side, it's even his man will often have pressure because when you see that's part of it though. You hook slide back, it's supposed to give you the opportunity to read the defense. And if you, if you turn, you commit. You turn your hips, you're committed to whoever you decide to block. 
you don't have that room to adjust. And he's going. So look, look at it like this. Maybe Christian's getting better, but we know he's not the future at left tackle. They, they believe Charles is. So maybe it helps, maybe it doesn't. The rest of the line is not really young guys, right? They're all kind of stand-ins and vets who really probably aren't going to be around long. So that doesn't count towards a rebuild. The quarterback, we're taking baby steps. We're seeing some things. I think we think by the end of the season, if they let him stay in that long, we might, we might be in a different place. Running back, okay, we got Gibson. They're still playing McKissick way too much. Um, receiver, McLaurin's, McLaurin's McLaurin. You know, yeah. I don't think he's necessarily gotten better. I think he just kind of is what he is. He's really good. You want to see somebody um, else? You want to see something else? Inman still playing way too much for a rebuild. Logan a Thomas, is he a AGG. AGG. Where Where's he at? Yeah. I don't know what – like, I, I, he's a bust to me at this point. I hate to say that, but – I don't think – Or he's in, just – In nine games or, or – What's like he doing? Four games and, and not be a first-round pick or anything. I don't think he's a bust. So, essentially, on offense, what we're saying is we're not really rebuilding because we're not really developing tools that are really going to be around with us long term. So, then we go to the defense. On the defensive line, Chase Young's hurt, but we know he was a beast. He was playing like one. Sweat is getting better. I like Sweat. Uh, our tackles have been already. That's cool. We know that front is, there, is going to be there for a while, linebacker-wise. Are any of these linebackers going to be here long term? I don't think so. Bostick's the only one I keep right now. He's on a two-year deal. He's, he, what is he, 28 or something like that? I mean, Bostick gets overwhelmed with the blocks. You put a hand on Bostick, it's over. Yeah. He gets, yeah, he does. Bostic at least can tackle. He gets the ball, though. He's right, always he around block the ball. Him. You get a body on him, he's done for. He's 29. He's not part of the rebuild, bro. And then, no, he's not. You got, you got Fuller, cool. He played well. Uh, dude, Boston Thomas playing. <laughs> he got burnt. He got burnt by on that pass by RG3. He just got lucky that he yeah. got hurt. Moreau. He, we think he's part of the future. He's not playing. Um, you got Moreland doesn't even hardly play anymore, does he? Like he didn't hear his name at all on, on Sunday. Where is he at? So, okay. And then uh, Darby. Darby's not young. Is he part of this rebuild? I don't think he's here long term. Yeah. Okay, so let's go to safety. And then you got Apke, not part of the future. I don't care what you try to sell me. And Landon Collins. He is. Big contract, but a mistake. Where is this rebuild? What are we doing? Or are we just spending a year figuring out what we got? Because that's not the same thing as a rebuild. Research and development. So that, that's what this year is. Okay, then that means next year we're going to start the rebuild. Probably. That sucks. He said it, though. He said this is going. This might be a situation where it takes a season or two with the offense, offense to uh, catch up to the defense. He it's said not just that. the offense. It's the whole team. We're not, right. we're not improving. What, you know, Sims has regressed. He, did, he was hurt the third game and didn't play in the fourth. I think the first two games he was pretty decent. He caught some balls, man, but he's not – he was really dynamic last year. <clears throat> Maybe it's the offense. Again, I don't know, but it Haven't doesn't – really... in the ball in the backfield. You had to have it. Nothing. And, and he's wonder, in motion all the – the whole entire game he's running in I, motion. I wonder if some of those uh, AGG and those uh, right carries was supposed to go to him before he got hurt. I wonder if that was going to be it. I don't know, man. But I just – I don't see it. I don't see the young player development. Our draft picks last year, who were our draft picks? First round, Chase Young. Cool. Second round. Who was our second round pick last year? We didn't have, we didn't have one. We didn't have one. Who was our third round pick last year? Sadiq. Gibson. No, Gibson. Sadiq. Gibson. Cool. Hit on the first two picks. Fourth pick. Hadn't been on the field yet. Second, fourth pick, right? Gandy Golden. 
who? Right? That Snoop meme? Who? Right? Like, we don't know what he is. Um, the Rubik's Cube legend fifth? is who he is. No, Kaliki Hudson was our fourth round pick, wasn't he? Something like that. Fifth. Fifth. What is it? What, has he played? I don't think he's even practiced maybe a couple times. Like, just, dude, that draft is not looking that great besides the obvious first round pick and Gibson at this point. I have, round pick, I don't that, know that, that draft was very experimental to me. To be honest with you. Let you me see. That. Let me... When, you, when you need people, <laughs> you know? Oh, no, I agree. I agree. I'm just saying, I, I wasn't the biggest fan to begin with. What is up with Kaliki Hudson? Right, what he drafted, anyways? Injured. He, oh, Kaliki Hudson. Yeah, he got, uh, he got injured. I think I've seen him play, though. Yeah, no, he played special teams. I think right. he's played special teams. That's it. I think he's played some he linebacker, too. There. I think he's played a little bit. We took, we took Man, NFL.com sucks on mobile. It really does. We took AGG. We took Hudson. We took uh, – it's like we could have gotten a playmaker. There's a lot of fourth, fifth, sixth-round playmakers that are doing stuff right now in the NFL. And I just – this was if this was Kyle Smith's stamp to be GM and in charge of the draft, I'm not, I'm not cool with this yet. Damn. Besides, I mean, Chase Young, you know? Ooh, Chase Young, we got Gibson. Cool. He fits the offense. But, yeah. Oh, yeah, Keith Ismail at center at fifth. Not not even touching the field. He got Cam, injured. Cameron, Cur- Cameron, Cameron Curl in the seventh and James Smith-Williams in the seventh. Cam, Cameron Curl worth it. He seems to be pretty Maybe. good. Yeah, very worth it. But you don't – He doesn't play, I, though. You just, you just don't justify man. your draft by hitting on a seventh-round pick. That type of mentality is stupid <laughs> to me. You got to hit on your second, third, fourth, and fifth rounders. Period. That's how you build a football team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You're right, you're right. I think Cam's going to be a hit, though, man. He, he pretty much plays uh, subs, and subs is out there 75% of the time. So, it's, it's, I can't find out if Hudson's hurt or not. But, God, can we look at him at safety? He plays uh, linebacker, bro. He thinks he can play safety. Not He's good. six foot, 220, and runs a four, five, six. Yeah, but he'll be another boxer. He is he just too like small. Earl. not hurt. Yeah, he got hurt. Too small. Not preseason. I mean, look, the guy was talking about – I'm reading this here. He's talking about coming out of the draft that he thought he could play free. He did play the slot over the slot, they said, sometimes. Yeah, so – He can't be worse than Apke. I think he's a camera curl. Apke, I think he hasn't played as bad as everybody says lately. I mean, he hasn't done one game week week one and two bad. He's just as bad as as Collins. But but he's younger and has let – He's working on his fourth start ever, too. I um, mean, Abke need to take some of the most god-awful angles in the place. I and I don't know what it is. Like, the thing is, I can't figure out what he's seen when he takes these angles. Like, sometimes you can tell, oh, okay, you thought this yeah. was going to happen. Yeah. And I'm not even a defensive back-oriented guy. I, you know, I, I played lineman. That's what I studied. But I'm looking at this. I'm like, I have no idea what he's looking at. Uh, it, Run yourself into a block. That was, that was, yeah, he should be cut for that alone. Like the guy wasn't even going to hit him and he just ran to him and hugged up on him so he wouldn't get on some tape. I just, oh, I believe me, if I, I was a defensive – if I was a defensive coach, I am putting that up on the screen. I'm like, 
what the fuck is this? Right. And I'm still going to blame it. But why, why, bullshit. <laughs> why does it take a year for the coaches to see what we already saw about Apke? And this has been true about Apke since he came out. His angles suck. His speed is negated by his lack of instincts playing football. You can't fix that. What are you doing? Right? It just Logan Thomas can't get separation as a tight end. He has a tiny catch radius. Why are we still moving in that direction? I, what are we doing? I don't – I just – I mean, you might be bothers me, put, man. putting Sprinkle in and just let him be a run blocker for Gibson. You see what I mean? Run block? Right. Run block? What's that? Yeah. <laughs> we got to run run plays first. So that's we got to run the ball yeah. first. True. Kansas City's defense is killing New England, man. They brought in Stidham. And they benched, benched, just now. benched Hoyer. He just threw an Up, uh, Steve. They benched your boy. I know you were riding that Brian Hoyer train. Is that Breland got an interception? <laughs> I don't think so. It might have been Breland. That was his first week back. Breland. God, that, that's I wasn't, it was not Breland. <laughs> I thought it was Breland. I don't want to. I don't want to hear that name though, right man. now. I'm. Well, you know what. But that gets back to what I was saying. Our corners have actually – remember, we were more scared of corner. That was like the position. We were frightened. Oh, yeah, well, we did the position breakdown. I, yeah. I did it. I did it. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that good. And yet our corners have been anywhere between serviceable and pretty good. Yeah. And our – it's like, God, the part of our defense we thought was going to be the weakness is not. It's other aspects. We thought that, you know, our linebackers would be good. I don't even know who's playing linebacker at the time because they're just not appearing. They're not nowhere involved in plays. Yep. And we you know, anticipated. Thomas Davis. Where's Thomas Davis? We anticipated Foster would be playing too. Yep. The one thing we knew was that this middle of the defense was awful. We saw it in training camp. We called it out on several podcasts sure. that the middle of the defense did. was going to be a problem. They haven't fixed that problem yet at all. And, Steve, yeah, you said it, man. This team does not have an identity. I don't think they have an identity on offense or defense at this point. No. I just – what are we? I feel like our defense has more of an identity when everyone when Chase Young's in there. They're Did more you? aggressive. Ever but since he got hurt, that defensive line has been, you know, just less aggressive, except right. for Montez. Montez Sweat's still in there. I had him think as my defensive player of the year this year, too. Remember that, guys. True. You gotta you gotta be what you are no matter who's in the game. Exactly. How do you you get better at your scheme and your philosophy if you're not practicing it? Because one dude's out. We first week we seen all kind of exotic blitzes at Carson Wentz. Have we seen that since? Dude, hit the blitz. Win, win, lose a draw. We're we're freaking one and and two and three playing conservative. What what do you? We should blitz offensively. Looking forward. Jared Goff is the closest thing to Carson Wentz we're going to see since Carson Wentz. We better be sending everybody after him. And hopefully Chase will be back too. But 
pressuring golf is going to be how we have a chance to win this game. Well, again, I don't think there's anyone on that team that, that scares you. Like, like I said, everybody we played so far, we've had an Odell Beckham or a, a Carson Wentz or, a, you know, a Jackson or Murray. I don't think the Rams have one of those. Cup is nice. You know what I'm saying? Now, that'll be the guy that I think if goes off on this will be Cup. Those runs over the middle, replace Robert those Woods. runs by tight ends. Robert, Robert Woods. Woods, those guys like that, they go over the middle and do slants and digs and things like that that kill us on. That'll day. be that'll be a problem, man. But I don't there's not anybody that I can go into and be like, oh man, we gotta watch that guy. We gotta move our whole defense to stop him. There's not anybody on that team I feel that way about. Not even on defense, except for Donald. That scares you. Move the pocket though. You can right. get you around can move that. the pocket or just yeah. or, or mix up your draws and screens, man. Get him off balance a little bit. That's a good segue to uh, Thursday's podcast, pregame podcast versus the Rams. They got they got Jalen Ramsey too. I don't know if he's hurt or not, but I was I'm trying Ramsey. to pull up information on them. But Jesus, no, he played he played well yesterday. Yeah, Brockers, Ooh. Donald, they got a stout defense. Did you see Jalen Ramsey and uh, what's his name getting that fight? Take, <laughs> yeah, man. Said he, yeah. you know, he had said much. You know, I guess Ramsey has two children by Tate's sister. Yeah. Um, he, he wanted to see him after the, after the game, man. He was just waiting on him. And he laid a smackdown hit on him in the middle of the game, though. Did you yeah, see he it? Did. He drilled him the ground. Man. Yeah, he did at the end. I, I love like, Ramsey, man. I love to have him on the Washington <laughs> football team, man. I love to see Ramsey and uh, Fuller out there together. Fuller free safety, man. Just I'm going to start a protest. Yeah, as Doc Walker would say, Here's he's a dog. So <laughs> interesting bit about the Rams. They only have one big win, um, and that was against the Eagles. They squeaked by Dallas. They got squeaked by the Bills. And they only beat the Giants by eight points in a game in which they had a grand total of 240 yards of offense and only 58 were rushing. So if we're going to get right, (laughs) before we get into the softer part of our schedule, now would be a good time, yeah. You know, to build some momentum before we get into the Giants, the Cowboys, the Giants again. And we could Lions. be four and four, bro. What if we're four and four? We don't need to be, but we could we'll be, be four. And, we'll be four. And, well, actually, I'll tell you what: if we can get past the Rams with a win, all right, there's three winnable games after that we could be five and three. Right, division games. Look, and this and as I predicted, beginning of the season, nine and seven wins this division. Hell, right now, seven and nine might win this division. Yeah. You know, and wouldn't it be the craziest thing if somehow we find a way to win the division? Right. I kind of hope not. If we're not going two minds, I'm of two minds. I never wish. I never wish for nothing. A lack of success. I see what you're saying, but if we can somehow pull something like that off, and I'm speaking purely hypothetically, but if we can pull something like that off, it does help us accomplish things we didn't this past offseason, like landing an Amari Cooper. You think Amari passed up more money to go back to Dallas because, oh, he just likes Dallas? Or because he thought he had he was going That's to pay – and Dallas is a better team. Dallas is a winner. Dallas is going to be in the playoffs. 
Yeah, they're just a better team. <laughs> yeah. Well, all around. Not right now. Well, yeah, their record doesn't <laughs> let's, yeah. let's, 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 let's yeah. be real. Nobody yeah. in the NFC East is any good. Yeah. I still put money on Dallas to win the division, though. It's theirs to lose, man. They got all they got almost all the tools, but all right, well, let's roll into shout outs, man. What do you guys got for shout outs as we close this thing out? Shout out to my son, turn 17 tomorrow. There you um, go. Hey, shout out, young man. He's in Gatlinburg right now with some friends for the fall break. They got a cabin out there, so he'll be isolated. Nice. But shout out to I'm Trey, Gatlinburg. Love, love the area. You're the good kid. The rest of them are bad. I like you the best. <laughs> Damn. I like you equally. I love all of them. Um, and my girlfriend, shout out tomorrow. It's her birthday also. She's here at the house. Oh, shout out to, to the woman who fixes your plates. That's right. That, was, that wasn't her, by the way. Thanks for busting me out. Just joking. It is her. The 50-nugget <laughs> <the, the> <laughs> retriever. Right. The 50-nugget <laughs> The fifty nugget retriever. She's gonna love that one. Yeah. But she uh, her birthday is tomorrow. She turns twenty five. Just kidding. But uh, <laughs> you got jokes. Shout out to her too. Hey, shout out to Rod. Shout out shout to Rod. Out to Rod. Rod. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> doing, wow. doing the thing. Shout out to Junior Galette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna call him too. But um. Christopher explain McDaniel. that to the people at home? Nah, don't. <laughs> don't. Edit this out, as a matter of fact. But shout out to Christopher, <laughs> Christopher McDaniel. Yeah, big hey, shout out. Uh, Hurley Woolen. That's my dog, though. Uh, I know him. Uh, DeMar, as always. Listen, there's a lot of people. Jesse Clay Third, John Wildbunch, Pro Lewis, um, James Nicholas. The negativity, though. And this group, man, is like at a level 78 out of 100. Y'all, we beat Philly. It's all, it's all Phil. But that's it, y'all. Look, we weren't supposed to be Super Bowl contenders this year. If you're mad because you're not seeing the progress and the rebuild, I'm with you on that because I'm right there with you. But if you're mad because we're not winning games and we're not winning the division, we got to talk about what your expectations were at the beginning of the season because Shame we didn't have you. the roster. We didn't have the talent. We didn't have an offseason to get better. Right. We didn't know what this offense was going to be. We well, forgot on show. Don't know what this defense is going to be. Preach it. You're seeing Chase Young play. That's what I want to see. The quarterback hasn't given us enough yet. You see some progress. It's not enough, though. Like, we see him growing. We, but mind you, last year, this is how it started. So he takes a long time to get into the system. Even when Kevin O'Connell took over, um, you know, his own play calling, Haskins didn't just take off right away. It took him three or four games before he really started to blossom within that system, and then he got hurt. So maybe we're right on schedule for him. And if this is the case, don't ever change his offensive coordinator ever again, right? Just let him kind of be comfortable in the system, you know? Yep. Get your mind right. Don't be negative, man. This is what we thought it was going to be. All right, my shout-outs. First shout-out is to me for predicting the score on Thursday. I'm going to say it. I don't ever predict anything, and I, I predicted that score to the T. So go back and listen to Thursday pregame pod. I called it, 31-17. Hey, shout-out to Chris McDaniel, DeMar Daisy, Dustin Walsh, Cody Jones, uh, John Mervinsky, even though I know you hate Haskins, still love you, brother, Jimmy Patterson, 
And shout out to everyone who's trying to keep the peace, like Ellie said in the group. There's a lot of people who are throwing their hands up and, and shout out to those who are trying to, you know, bring us back down to earth and, and, and you know, put things in perspective, like Ellie said. We, focus on the positive. Yeah, we're not going to be, I mean, you can focus on the negative, but just don't get all upset. We're all upset when we play so bad, but. We don't, we don't, want, we don't want any more Facebook bad. Karens. Yeah, exactly. All right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, so, no, no, feel good. I was about to say, so shout out to, since this is podcast 23. Yep. The notable 23s for this franchise. Uh, the biggest one that we all would know as a modern fan base is D'Angelo Hall. Yep. D. Hall, notable uh, uh, 23. Now. We'll go back in history. The guy who had the most career interceptions of the Redskins before Dale Green was Brig Owens. He was a member of that 72 NFC Championship team. Old school heads know who Brig Owens is. Brig Owens was a great defensive back. Um, you know, ring of fame guy. Um if any of you have ever watched the highlights from that, that Super Bowl seven when Miami had the perfect season and everything, and you see the one famous play from that is that, that block kick where Gary O'Premier tries to pick up the ball and he completely just put like he does this, knocks it up in the air, and a Redskin uh, picks it off. Um, I believe that was Brig Owens. So he had the only points in our first Super Bowl. Um, other notable 23s, Todd Bowles, who's now – Defensive coordinator, former head coach of the Jets, and uh, Tony pa- Tony Peters, who was a strong safety for the Pearl Harbor crew. Um, and currently, that number is worn by one uh, Ronald Darby, as current holder of twenty three. And I laugh because there's a lot of guys on this list that played in the in nineties and the two thousands that I absolutely used to want to throw my TV out the window watching that War 23. Um, Reed Dowdy, War 23 for a oh. year. <laughs> this is the Reed Dowdy episode. Oh, fuck all that, man. Reed Adi Jamo. Yeah. I, I hated that, dude. God. I I, every time he stepped on the field, I was like, toast. You're getting burnt. Um, for, you know, 90s fans, Matt Stevens. The safety for us in the late 90s. Kajana Carter has best season as a pro wearing 23 for us oh, one season. Kajana Carter. Penn State. Yeah. Soft, man. Honestly, honestly, I wish we had kept him. And I think we would have if um, if Marty had stayed around because he only played for that one season of Marty. But he was backing up Stephen Davis and he had like five yards to carry and 400 yards rushing as a backup. So I always thought that, that that was a good little, you know, he was a great change of pace for Stephen Davis. Hey. Oh, go ahead, man. I'll I'll say, so that's Steve all Davis That's all I got on the 23s, but it's an interesting number because there are some highly rated players that have won that number for the team. Stephen Davis is a, was had the best uh, Washington tele- celebration ever, in my opinion. Now it's completely racist. But at the time, it's a good celebration. What'd he do? What'd he do? I always thought he did the, the I do a little dance, right? Didn't do a little dance. Was that him that did that? I don't think that was Stephen Davis. Stephen Davis used to do like the 360 high five. 
with uh with Westbrook. Who did a little, who did a little dump, jump like that on our team every time we scored a touchdown? Oh well, fans. Uh, I don't remember. Oh, never mind. Yo, fans, this is on, when this is on yeah. YouTube. Leave your answers in the comments section. Who did this dance <laughs> that Dev's talking about? Yeah, it's like a Native American rain dance or something here. they would do every time they got a touchdown. But you know, you can't do that stuff anymore. One thing that I think is Haskins and, and Daniel Jones are going to be related or talked about in the same sphere for the rest of their careers. Like Luck and Robert. Nobody's winning that race right now. You know? I think I think you can make a case that Dwayne is. He's know. on a team that's equally as bad. But Daniel Jones, here's the thing. And Ellie put, put, put this in the group. The way the media in New York is covering Daniel Jones – and all of his abject failures and inability to not turn the ball over. They're putting up Jason Garrett, the offensive coordinator, and they want him gone after the season. What does our media do? They blame Dwayne, and they don't say a word about Scott Turner. It's a tale of two completely different media markets, which is funny because somehow DC has this reputation of being a soft media market and New York is they're hard. They'll they'll eat they'll chew up players and spit them out up there. And they do if you're a Knicks fan. Fuck us, you know what I'm well, saying? That's because the Knicks suck. But well, anyway, Washington Washington sucks too. And they and that's what happens when I you didn't suck. Say you, they get, didn't. you get the same treatment. I didn't say they John, didn't. John's but... got two Super Bowls in, in the last decade, man. I mean that, that gives you that gives you a whole lot of credit. Daniel Jones no. is two and thirteen. No, he's trash starter. juice. He's trash juice, man. But Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones, yeah, Saquon Barkley too. So he does have more talent than we do. True. And Saquon Golden Barkley's Tate. going for the season. And Sterling yeah, Shepard. And Evan Ingram. And, Evan Ingram. <laughs> like, and he's two and thirteen. He's two and thirteen. Yeah. And I think, turns I think, the ball over like crazy. I think uh, going into halftime yesterday, he had like fifty yards. Yeah, passing. Yeah, and then it was he, bad. He threw a killer pick to end that game for the Giants at the 18-yard line. He had 58 seconds left, and he threw – it was second and five. Could we see Colt McCoy? <laughs> no. no. No, because that GM drafted him, and that GM's job is on the line in New York. I think he's out of there after this year, and I think, uh, I think Jones is going with him. But just – it's like, guys, I know folks in this group were like, well, Daniel Jones is – no, he's not. Daniel Jones just has games that – you're like, oh, he had five touchdowns passing and 400 yards. And you look at that, you're like, oh, my God, he's so good. No, he's not, guys. <laughs> he's not good. Don't, don't. And a lot of those came he against our, had... tra- our trash defense from last year. <laughs> yes. Game, exactly. on. He hasn't had a game like that since that game against us. Yeah. But, that, it, but for our fans, that's what matters because they don't watch the Giants. You know what I'm saying? They see that game, and that sticks out in their brain. If like I said, I always say this in the group too, and, and Demar's the one that originally put that New York media thing in the group, so give credit where it's due. But okay. if Haskins has a game where he throws four hundred and three touchdowns, this conversation is over with. It goes yeah. out the window, and then people are all of a sudden. It's just Haskins. Like until this week, his best game was two hundred sixty yards and two touchdowns, and 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 then a bunch of games where he's got like one hundred eighty, one hundred sixty, one touchdown, nothing more. He's not really exciting. He's just kind of doing what he does. And you know, just it, people. It's hard for people to get excited about, even though he's not as you know. 
just awful as Daniel Jones. Yeah. I just want to see him stop backpedaling and throwing. <laughs> That's all I want to see. <laughs> like I said earlier, though, man, I watched Josh Allen do it a hundred times, man. Yeah, hey, well, he's got the, he's got the arm Josh strength Allen. to compensate. No, no, he has arm strength too. He's done, no, he no. I'm saying Dwayne and Josh can do that with the arm strength that they have. And Josh throws are inaccurate as fuck no, too. But the like he throws behind receivers all the time. But thing is, their guys go get it. It's not just that. It's that Josh Allen has the mobility to keep the defense honest. He can compensate for a lot of stuff with his legs, too. And when he starts moving around and he's off balance, defenders are starting to respect his ability to run the football. Haskins doesn't have that, so defenders stay home. I didn't realize how much of a, a, a liability Haskins' lack of mobility was until this year. It's really hurting him compared to some of these other young quarterbacks. Because if he could move like Daniel Jones, he would at least have something to fall back on. You know what I'm saying? When he's struggling passing the ball. To where people say, okay, he's making plays. He's converting first downs. Haskins looks really awkward when he takes off out of the pocket. Most of the time he gets tripped up in the pocket and, it, and then he just dives. It just his lack yeah, of mobility is a problem. He had a couple I, good runs this game, didn't he? He had one or two nice little scrambles for first down or something. I don't know if it was this game. No. Nah. Last couple he's had a couple over the over the game, like like naked boots or but it's always covered options. up by getting caught in the backfield between throwing the ball and running the ball. He's like he hasn't decided yet. And he takes off towards the, the corner of the pocket and he gets tackled and sacked. Yeah. And it looks really weird. It just you know. step up by yourself another second and a half. Just step up. And that's so what the, slide uh, slide step up. That's one of the, the Falcons guys tore their Achilles or something just now. It's pretty rough. Yeah. Oh. All right, fellas. I think we'll call it. It's been a uh, fun episode, episode twenty three in the books. And uh, we'll see you guys Thursday evening for the LA Rams preview pregame pod. Forward to it, as always. Let's go. Hell. Peace. Hell.